praise God. You see, you're blessed the work of his hands and, and, and his possessions have increased in the land. But now stretch out your hand and touch all that he has and he will surely curse you to your face. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your hand. Only do not lay hand on his person. Let me tell you something here. That you got, that I will say it, then I will show us from the scripture. From this scripture, it appears as if God handed Job to the devil. Right? It appears as if God handed Job to the devil. But the Bible says, Psalm 125, I believe verse 3, it said, it said, the rod of the wicked shall not rest upon the lot of the righteous. The rod of the wicked, the scepter of the wicked, shall not rest upon the lots of the righteous, lest the righteous put forth his hands into iniquity. Praise God. God will never hand you over to the wish of your enemies. Amen? So what happened? God said, behold, look, see, is in your hand. I, what happened that day, I call it divine intervention. Remember, devil is not always around. Hmm? I don't know when he, when he comes around, whether once a year or twice a year or once a month. But something had happened between the last time he came and this time. Remember what he said? He said you have built a hedge Run about him on how many sides? On how many sides? How did he know? He has gone to check. He has made an attempt. He tried to preach there. Ah, Kusaye. He tried to enter here, roadblock. He went through his son's roadblock. Business, roadblock. This one, roadblock. But God has said, Behold, all that he has is in your hands. Devil caught a revelation. That something is missing. That he has not seen. So he went back to check. This is, please pay attention. It's very important. This is why people go through challenges. Hello. This is why sometimes Christians go through crisis. Go to Job 3. Uh, can somebody read verse Job 3 verse uh, 25 to 26 Number one For the things I watch that's come down. For the things I watch, what are the things he greatly feared? And that he will lose everything. Job was constantly living in fear of, the, of loss and of destruction. So when he was doing all those sacrifices, he was not sacrificing because of anything. No. Some people, they run from pillar to post. From one program to another, from one mountain to one garden. Ah, Uri Kiadura. Ah, Uri Kinikok. Uri. Do you understand? 
is not an expression of the love of God. It's a manifestation of living in fear. They are afraid that there's one enemy here. They are afraid of the... The life of Job denied that devil does not exist. Job, I mean, God blessed him in spite of the fact that Satan was in existence, right? But it was Job's fear. It's just like the dog smelling something to eat. When the devil smells fear, he's attracted. When the devil smells fear in your heart, fear in your life, it attracts him. He said, what I what? Greatly. Can you, let's, can you imagine? Have you, have you been afraid of something for greatly before? You know, some people live, when you, when you have fear and the fear is much, your palm begins to sweat. You are under the AC, but you are sweating. Your palm is, is, is sweaty. Your hands are shaking. So you say, ah, shake Say, no, 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 sir. So Job said, what have what? Greatly fear. Number one, that thing that attracts negative things to our lives, that opens up the room for the devil to operate is fear. Hallelujah. Remember, devil does not have the power of point and kill. He can't just say, choose anybody anytime, do anything with them. He must see something. He's always what? Seeking. Seeking. Looking for a weakness. Looking for a hole. Looking for a, a, an opening. Hallelujah. One of the things that creates an opening in our life that allows the devil to operate in our life is what? Fear. So banish fear in your heart. Hallelujah. Continue. <laughs> uh-huh. Listen. He said he said he was not at ease. <laughs> Let me ask you one question. If you are a man of that wealth, what would be your problem? Nothing should be. Thank you. Your problem. It was Bible said he was the greatest. There's nothing. This guy should be what? At ease. When you are not at ease, it shows you have an expectation. Hmm? Only that it's what? A negative expectation. Second thing that opens the door to the devil that attracts him, that releases, that releases a negative fragrance into the atmosphere of our lives and attracts negativity is wrong expectation. Negative expectation. Have you heard people say, I know it will happen. You went, you went for, you went for visa interview. I didn't get it. I know they won't give me. You know why? He or she has released into the atmosphere all along that attracted to him or her a negative expectation. You see people, they are qualified, they have everything it takes, but yet they don't ask, they don't pick them for the job. You wonder, but why? Uh, I know they won't take me. I just went to attempt me. Hello. And this person is a child of God. He preaches, he prays, he does all kinds of things. He sings, he does everything. He's in church 24-7. He attends, he attends church eight times a, 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 a week. <laughs> Do you understand? But then he has negative expectation. 
He said, I was not at ease. Continue. No, am I quiet? Listen. The third thing, he said, I wasn't quiet. In other words, he was constantly speaking his fear. Listen to me. He said, I was not what? I was not quiet. I was not what? Are you are we tired? Number one, that opens the door for the devil is what? Number two, number three, wrong confession. He said, I was not quiet. I was not what? Quiet. Was always saying, ha, you know, you know, he was always speaking his fear. The Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth what? The mouth speaketh. Out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth speaks. So Satan, I mean, Job was constantly releasing negative words into the atmosphere of his life. The Bible says, by your words, you are either justified by your word or by your word, what? Condemned. Hallelujah. Hello. You are either justified by your word or you are condemned by your words. So which, what word are you saying? What word are you releasing into, your, into the atmosphere of your life? When you wake up in the morning, what are your expectations? The Bible says every time when I wake up in the morning, I said, this is the day that the Lord has made. I set my expectation. This is the day that the Lord has made. It's a day of joy. It's a day of gladness. It's a day of promotion. Good things are happening for me today. I set my expectation. I expect the good. I, 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 I desire the good. I expect it. When a phone call comes in, I'm expecting. Is this a call? When something happens, I'm expectant. What are your expectations? And the Bible says the expectation of the righteous shall not what? So, what are your expectations? Number two, what are the words you are speaking into your life? The Bible says, if you shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, or be thou cast to the sea, and shall not doubt in your heart, you will have what you say. Whatever you say that you believe, you will always have. And when fear has filled your heart, words of fear will fill your mouth. And the manifestation will take place in your life. Ecclesiastes chapter 10, I think verse 8 or 18. He said, he that breaketh the edge, serpent will bite. So if you don't, who built the edge? Who built the, the hedge? God. Who can break the hedge? Who can break the hedge? Satan. If Satan could break the, the, the hedge, he would have broken the edge with, 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 with Job, right? He couldn't. So he went, he walked away angry, frustrated, disappointed. He couldn't hurt Job until who broke the edge? Job broke the edge. And how do you break the, the edge? With your fear, with your wrong expectation, and with your negative confession. Praise God. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Wait, 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 guys. Did he hear what he said? Did he hear what he said? I was not in what? I was not in what? Compared to what the reality? Do you understand what I'm saying? He said I was not in safety. Job was constantly living 
in a state of no safety. Even though God. Do you see how we attract wrong things into our lives? Hello. Can you see how we attract what? Wrong things into our lives. There are two realities. He lives in a wrong reality. And he attracted it into his life. He said, I was not in safety. Brother Job. You were not in safety? You were not in safety? You were not in safety? Do you know what Satan said? He said, you build a hedge around about him, about his household, and about all he possesses on every side. And you said you were not in safety? And you said you were not in safety? And you said you were not in safety? He didn't break the edge. He removed the edge. Praise God. What did he do? He removed the edge with the word of his mouth. Bible says, surely as you spoke on my ears, so will I do. Your confession determines your what? Your possession. You have what you say. Praise God. So what reality are you living in? The reality of the scripture or the reality of your of your mind? Praise God. Let me just round up this morning. There's a, there's a scripture I think it's in Psalm let's go to Psalm 15. Let me read Psalm 15 from verse 1. And I'm going to close with that. You know, wait, wait a minute. Can somebody read Psalm 91? Then you, you, you come, we'll come back to this. Or if you can switch from verse 1. He that does what? He, wait, 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 wait. You know the way we call it dwelleth is almost losing its meaning. What does it mean to dwell? To live in. Aha. He that lives somewhere. He that dwells. Do you understand? That means there is an address, right? And somebody lives in it. So he that dwells. If somebody comes to your room and is not a, a, one of your roommates, will you accommodate the person? You're like, ah, what are you looking for? You, the question is, what are you looking for? You ask, what are you looking for? Who are you looking for? If you enter your room, will anybody ask you, what are you looking for? Why? Because you reside there. Right? He that does what? He that dwells. Uh-huh. In the secret place of the Most High. So there is a place called the secret place of the Most High. Uh-huh. When you dwell in that place, is hello, eh? There are things in that residence, in that apartment, in that address, that when you are dwelling there, you will enjoy some benefits. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say, listen, continue, hold on here. Psalm 15. Uh huh. Lord, who shall abide in thy tabernacle? 
who shall dwell in that holy hill? Number one, he that walketh uprightly, uh huh, and walketh righteously. Eh? Number three, that's where I'm going to. You know, many people does not have the problem with walking uprightly, with walking righteously. Righteousness is not something you do; it's something is a gift for for us. Praise God. But he that what? Listen to me. It, I know some version says that speaking the truth is his neighbor. He's talking about speaking the truth as per speaking to some speaking the truth in your hearts. Do you have um do you have uh, do you have amplify? Listen to me. He that speaks and holds the truth in his heart. He that thinks and holds the truth in his heart. He that thinks and holds the truth in his heart. He that thinks and maintains the truth in his heart. What is the truth? The truth is that you are safe. What is the truth? The truth is you are blessed. What is the truth? The truth is that you are promoted. He that thinks and upholds the truth in his heart. Many people are not upholding the truth in their hearts. Hallelujah. Many people have negative imagination. Wrong imagination. Evil imagination. Listen to me. Thoughts will come. Bible says casting down every imagination. Making them to be obedience. Making them to come to the obedience of Christ. Casting down every negative, every evil imagination. Many of us, we entertain them. Such negative thoughts. Some people will just run out of the car and go inside. Abi, say, ah, I don't want to. You have accepted it's going to happen to you. So your fear is beginning to determine your behavior. When devil see that he has pushed you one mile, he has pushed you one step, he will keep pushing you. He will bring another thought again, another thought again, another thought again. Before you know it, you begin to live in fear of accident, of things happening to you. You know what happened? What I did, I cast down the imagination. I'm going to show us in a moment how to cast down imagination. I cast down the imagination. Listen to me. Satan will bring all kinds of... Somebody will fail in your program. And they say the guy has been doing the course for the five, past five years. And he's still failing. And then we say, ah, the guy looks like you. <laughs> How many of you have seen things like that? Something happened to somebody and the devil will try to look for a similarity between you and the person. Whether a similarity in your experience, a similarity in your story, a similarity in something. Or maybe you are from the same area. Something to connect that what happened to him will also happen to you. Listen to me. If I had not cast down the imagination and something bad had happened, you know what people will say? People say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's a pastor and he's a Christian. And he speaks the word though. And then the conclusion is that there's nobody anything bad thing cannot happen to Jare. There are things, there are people that things cannot, bad thing cannot happen to. There are people that abide in the shadow of the Almighty. They, are, they dwell in the secret place of the Most High. And I will say, of the law. I will say of the law. There are men that are saying of the law is my refuge and my fortress. My God in whom will I trust. There are people that are speaking the word. They are declaring the word. When they look chapter 4. Quickly read. I, want, I just want to show us this, some of these things. 
I read from verse 1. Wait a minute. He did what? He led Jesus away. Hold on a second. Okay, finish it. Uh-huh. Hold on. In the in the what? Twinkle of a high or an eye. Good. How do you think it happened? Do you think he took Jesus by and said, "Let us go." And they went. How did it happen? Imagination. So Satan was toiling with Jesus' imagination at that moment. 